Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. I want to say thank you so much. It matters. And I also want to honor my wife uh, for the way that she just stood up today and to lead us in worship. Thank you so much, honey. And the reality is, I, I said, you know, you don't have to do this. We, there is a backup plan. I had our music director, Lee Grundy, give me a call early in the week saying, hey, uh, we're sorry for your loss. And we see that Pastor Trina is on to lead. Uh, just so that you know, we have a backup plan in place. And I said to him, I said, listen, I've already spoken to Trina. And she says that it's in her heart. Uh, she knows that she doesn't have to. Uh, but it's a conviction for her, and she wants to uh, because of her love for the Lord. And uh, I really do think that sometimes, you know, uh, there are just seasons, and may this be a word of encouragement for all of us on site and online, there are just seasons when we may not feel like doing what we know we ought to do, but sometimes you've just got to do things out of a hard, cold decision and because of obedience. Amen? Now, it's not to say that you have to, but I think there are just times when we don't always feel like it, when we don't always necessarily even want to, but we know the conviction of the Holy Spirit and God's Word in our hearts in every season. Can I get an amen? You know, I really love uh, what happens in our 12 p.m. services because we have, uh, most of you would know that we have a Swahili 12 p.m. service. And uh, quite often when the, uh, our African preachers are preaching, uh, in the midst of uh, their preaching, they'll just drop the word, Buona Yesafiwe. And everyone goes, Amen. So, Buona Yesafiwe means praise the Lord. Am I right? <laughs> Is that true? Because <laughs> sometimes I can get just a little bit of it wrong. But uh, so, how about if I just drop the word Buona Yesafiwe today? Your response will be, Amen. And so praise God. And so today is uh, what we're calling our Gateway Global Day. Okay, so uh, basically we're going to be talking about what's happening around the world. Because by God's grace, He has given us the opportunity to not just love and serve Him here in Wodonga and also in Jindra, but He's also opened up some doors around the world. And in particular, Africa, and in more recent days, there are doors opening up in India. Praise God. And uh, we know that we need a move of God all over the world, and God is moving. God is always moving. You know, one of the things that we learned about the pandemic last year is, you know, when it comes to coronavirus, is simply this. The virus won't move unless it has a carrier. The virus doesn't move by itself. Unless there is a carrier that engages with another human being and passes it on. This is why we were called to isolation, to cleansing our hands and, uh, you know, refraining from contact with others. Well, you know, it's the same with the gospel. The gospel won't move unless it has a carrier. And this is why Jesus said to go. And I want to put it out there right now. When was the last time that you went? and told someone else about the light, the hope, the love that we have in Christ. 
And so today, just so that you know, is our Gateway Global Day. We're going to be talking about what's happening around the world. And uh, I'm also going to show you a video toward the end of my message. It goes for a little while, but it's, I think it's good. And it's going to give you the opportunity to meet our Gateway Global pastors in Africa and also just what's happening in India. So long story short... Uh, I just recorded a Zoom meeting because I have a Zoom meeting with our Gateway Global Pastors every two weeks where we just come together, God gives me a word, I encourage them, things like that. It's an opportunity for a bit of Q&A, for discipleship and leadership development because these are my spiritual kids. These are your spiritual brothers and sisters. And so I just know that it's really important that I, you know, just continue to engage you, our Australian congregation to what's happening in Africa and in and now again in recent times in India. So when it comes to India, just so that you know, there's nothing official that has taken place, but we're just on a journey. So let's turn now to Gateway Word of the Week, which is posted every Sunday afternoon. And Gateway Word of the Week is Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20. And it's my prayer today that even though it's a sad time here, you know, personally for Trina, myself and our family, uh, you know, I, I just pray that by the Spirit of God, may something of the Word of God, the living Word of God, the, the, the power of the Spirit of God, may something of it just arrest us. Arrest our hearts, arrest our minds, and set us all on fire, either again or in a greater manner, I pray. That's my prayer in Jesus' name. And Jesus, a loving Lord and Savior, He said, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And so this morning, I want to talk about three parts to what's also known as the Great Commission. Okay, this is the Great Commission of Jesus Christ. And I want to talk about three parts very quickly. Number one, I want to talk about the purpose. Number two, the plan. And number three, the partnership. So number one, the purpose. Now this is God's call, okay? This is a part of our calling. Uh, this is a part of uh, who we are as followers of Jesus. And so the purpose is to number one, go and to make disciples. But before we can go and make a disciple, we have to be a disciple. Lee, before I continue, would you please turn the heater off? Because it's particularly hot up here. And so what is a disciple? That's a good question. You know, uh, a disciple really is anyone who specifically follows the teachings of another. Okay, and that could be anyone or anything. You become a disciple of that particular teacher when you choose to follow that one's teachings. And so, but a disciple, according to Scripture, uh, I believe, is first and always a humble student of God's Word. I really do believe that. We've got to be, number one, a humble student, a teachable man, a teachable woman, a, with a humble heart when it comes to being... Um, uh, again, a student of God's Word. A disciple, 
is also a committed follower of the Lord Jesus Christ who grows in the love, grace, truth, and nature of Christ. Uh, I'm all for Bible college. I'm all for Bible study. I'm all for all of that. But it really does have to equal becoming more like Christ. And if what you're studying, what you're reading, what you're doing doesn't make you more into the image of Jesus, you need to change what you're reading. Okay, because the living Word of God is the living Word of God, and it has to convict the heart, bring us to repentance as the Holy Spirit leads so that we become more like Christ. Remember, Christianity without repentance is not Christianity. Christianity without repentance, it's not Christianity. On the day of judgment, we will not be judged because of what we knew. (laughs) Well done, good and faithful servant. You knew a lot, didn't you? And of course, at times, uh, you know, people have made decisions for Christ, but have not become devoted disciples of Christ, which can leave them unanchored in this world because they're not anchored in God's Word, which is why so many become so vulnerable to every wind of thought, emotion, and opinion because they're not anchored in God's opinion. And so if you're finding yourself a little bit tossed to and fro by every thought, by every example, by every whatever, 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 could it be that you're not anchored in a conviction of God's Word? And I would say, yes, that is the case. And so the purpose of the Great Commission, according to Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, is to go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So the work has to be done. Number two today, the plan. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, it says, teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you or revealed to you. God left us the, uh, the mission of the Great Commission with its powerful message to transform lives. You know, it was the gospel that transformed my life. You know, if we're going to transform someone's life, we've got to be there. You've got to be there. Romans 10 uh, verse 14 says, And how can they hear about Jesus unless someone goes and tells them? How far would you go to reach a lost one? How far would you go? What price would you pay? Would you pay? Would you risk ridicule, friendships, name calling, being misjudged, rejection? Someone has to go. And God is calling us to go. When there's movement on earth, there's movement in heaven, over the earth. Just a quick question for your own reflection. Think about the answer and be accountable. When was the last time you shared your faith with someone? When was the last time you at least extended an invitation to someone to come to church? Maybe you don't feel like you're at the place where you can share your faith and we want to teach you how to do that. But, you know, even creating uh, the opportunity for someone to come and at least meet others and hear the gospel could just be the invitation that they need. It just could be that your invitation to this faith community is just the kind of invitation they've been waiting for because they're looking, they're looking, everybody wants community And if they don't get it in the church, if they don't get it in a healthy environment, they're going to get it somewhere because we're built for family. We're built for connection. 
Well, I know for Paul Leonardo, uh, can we disorganize the mic for Paul? Um, just go over there and grab a mic, uh, bro. And so Paul Leonardo, uh, one of our elders here, he uh, leads a small uh, street evangelism team, uh, which are currently going out on the first Saturday of every month. And uh, so they went out again yesterday. And uh, how you doing, mate? Oh, good, thanks, Pastor Jake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, it's great to see all my brothers and sisters on site and online. And, Why don't uh, you tell us what happened yesterday? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but I want to uh, thank you for Adrian and Rachel, and I want to welcome Rachel now to the team. <laughs> thank you. Um, it was a men's ministry, but now it's open to everyone. <laughs> so, But we, we had a great time yesterday, didn't we? It was exciting. And How many families. did you talk to? About nine, nine different. How cool. Yeah. That's great. About nine, yeah, we stopped nine people, but in those nine there were three families that we shared the love of Christ. We all shared our testimonies, and, and um, yeah, so it was just uh, an awesome time. Um, just before we were finishing up, we said, let's finish. There was a beautiful uh, um, Aboriginal couple sitting on, and they had six children, and we, we got to really share the love of Christ with them and, and invite them to church. And, and the... the the, um, hu- the husband was saying that he only lives just across the road from me and he could see us coming in and out dressed really nicely and he's contemplating to come to church to see what, what we're all about here. So we just encourage that couple. Yeah. You were saying that he'd been thinking about just wanting to come. Yeah, amen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, and um, also uh, while we're down there, they had a, a, a Vita Soy <laughs> a stand set up for. Uh, and uh, we got, um, they were giving out chocolate drinks, and we um, saw Jason's, Pastor Jason's uh, sister, Audette. <laughs> so I got, I introduced uh, Audette to Rachel and Adrian. And so we, you know, they come from Gateway Life Church, and she uh, gave us some, uh, uh, some chocolate drinks for the kids. So Praise we were God. blessed, yeah, for three dozen. So for the children, three so, dozen. Yeah, are they here? Yep, they're the in chocolate? the fr- the chocolates in the fridge. So. I wouldn't mind trying one of those. Yeah, I've never amen. tried about the, the chocolate. Yeah, so, <laughs> and we also had an um, almond cafe latte. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. So yeah, it was a great time, but uh, it was a really blessed time, and um, we really touched a lot of people while we were down there. So even there was a young lady who had used to go to church and stopped going, and uh, we got to encourage her to go back and. Yeah, so it's a, and there was a, also a man that we prayed for last month. We saw him down the street. Actually, Adrian pointed him out to me. He said, oh, there's Paul, the Sri, Sri Lankan man. So we prayed for him, you know, for the love of God to touch him and things like that. So it is a, um, if anyone wants to learn, it's now open to everyone. And uh, it's good. yeah, we'd love to have more people in the team. Uh, it's exciting. So ah, yes. Yeah. Good on you, Pete. Thanks, Thanks for that. Yeah, so it's an exciting time to really learn how to share your faith with other people. And God really, you know, when you step out in faith, he moves on that. He really wants to touch people's lives, he, you know, and he wants to use us. And as Pastor Jason said, we're the carriers of uh, we're the earthen vessel with the treasure of gold inside us, which is Jesus, and we can just pour out love. You know, even, you know, young, there was two young guys, a, 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 a brother and a sister, um, 
uh, on a mountain bike and um, just said that God's got a plan and God loves you and he's got it's a great. plan for a purpose of it's good for their lives so you know things like that so yeah it's exciting you know it's a bit nerve-wracking but that's the idea is to so. step out and just go for it and God's with you yeah so. I love it thank you so much Paul no worries thank you God bless you can have uh, a vita soy whole almond milk chocolate that sounds all right actually doesn't it I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put Rachel on the spot Come out, Rachel. God bless you, Rachel. Come up here. Give her a big hand. They're here, wherever you're comfortable. So I know that you don't know this. Uh, you didn't know about this, but that was your first time out street evangelizing here. Yes? Yes. All right. So just very quickly, tell us how you felt going like before, like before you got here. Because what's actually happening on the first uh, sad day of each month at the moment uh, it could be more, but at the moment, first Saturday of each month, uh, you meet here at 10 o'clock, okay, in the pastoral lounge and go through a bit of a teaching, uh, preparation and prayer before you go out into the street. So we give you some resources to go, and uh, then there's other things along the way that God blesses you with, of course. Um, but that was your first time. How did you feel going into it? Like, were you nervous is my question. No, but I'm nervous now. Oh, you weren't nervous. <laughs> I'm impressed that you weren't nervous. No. You weren't nervous at all? No. That's wonderful. So what was it like going out? Um, it was it felt good. Like, sorry. It's all right. I don't like microphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've, it's something that I've always wanted to do. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and you had the opportunity to share? Yes. That's wonderful. Yes. It's good. How did it feel afterwards, like when it was all over and you were at home? Like what, what were you feeling yeah, just. I was just so excited. Like I just, you know, messaged all my family and told them. Like, yeah. You told them about it. <laughs> of course I did. Guess what I did today? <laughs> yeah. I went street evangelizing. <laughs> so yeah. That's not the norm, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, praise God. So that's one of you were blessed. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really do believe that if you want to be encounter more of the presence of God, experience more of the presence of God, let this be an example for the young boys as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you. And to, if you want to experience and encounter more of the presence of God, go, Jesus says, and he says, hello, I'm with you. I really do believe there's an extra portion of God's presence. I think it's mainly, I've got to be careful how I put that, actually. I think there's a, we, we, we encounter and experience more of his presence because we've got to rely on more of his presence. And we're more mindful of his presence. Because the reality is this, his presence is here. It's full. Like it could not be any more full. The whole earth is full of the glory of the Lord. Okay? It's here always. So the thing is, when we say, I think, as humans, when we say, oh, the presence of God was really thick today. Well, it's not that God came in more. It's like you were more aware. It's like you gave him more room. And that's, that's how it is. But bless you so much. Yeah, you can take that and give it over there. Thanks. Give her a hand. Oh, sorry, Rachel. There you go. Oh, no, thank you. Do you like this? What about your daughter? You don't like this? You don't like it? Could be lactose intolerant. I don't know. Who likes this? I saw a hand. No, lactose and almond milk. Okay. Sarah, your daughter, would have known that as well. So, okay. All right. Um, so discipleship, we're called to make disciples. 
One of the greatest strategies of discipleship and teaching others, not just one-to-one, but also in life groups. Let, let me just address all the life group leaders. How are you going discipling others? Okay, how are you going? How's your life group going? Are you opening up your life group for others to come in? Would it be easy for a stranger to come into your life group? If it's not, it needs to change. Life groups are not exclusive little community groups. Life groups are evangelistic. They're open to anyone coming, okay? The purpose for life groups is to multiply, all right, to make disciples. And so the Apostle Paul, he trained a young Timothy and instructed a young Timothy to follow his own example. And then he instructs Timothy to set an example, For all the other believers, all right, he said to Timothy, let no one despise you because you are young, but set an example. You three boys and anyone else, set an example for others to follow when it comes to speech, conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And let's just organize another mic because I'm going to put, uh, get Victor, I'm going to put Sean on the spot. If you guys can just come and stand to my right. So just come quickly. Come hither quickly. All right. Um, Paul also said in Philippians 4, 9, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do and the God of peace will be with you. So I want to make just a very quick youth announcement and I'll invite Christy uh, to come. I don't think, yeah, Tony, Tony's elsewhere, isn't he? Yeah, attending to other important things right now like someone in hospital. Praise God. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to interrupt this. uh, This is Victor. Say hello, Victor. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And this is? Sean. What's up? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) And this is Christy. And so just a quick little announcement regarding um, Gateway Youth. And so Christy and her husband, Tony, they're going to be taking on a youth life group. Yeah. And so there's a lot happening in our youth ministry. There's, there's traction, there's movement. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Do you like this? Somebody in your family might. Yeah, you never know. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Christy. You may be seated. Give her a hand. Come over, guys. So these two boys uh, have a call of God on their lives, and there's no doubt about it. What we want to help them discover is the richness of God's call upon their lives. And they're very much in uh, the development stages of uh, both their Christian faith and stepping into leadership. Uh, But they're hungry. I know that they want to grow. And so Victor, in particular, in recent times, is having a conversation with him, just really putting up his hand to want to become a leader in youth. And we want to give Sean some opportunities in, in the future. And so just thought I'd give you an opportunity just to share how you feel, Victor. Yeah, well, it's uh, really grateful to be here with you guys. And it's a wonderful opportunity to be one of the leaders and to step in leadership as well. And the next step with Jesus. It's good. And I'm grateful for everything. That's awesome, man. Sean? Yeah, uh, for me... Um, I've always struggled being really open with my relationship with God, especially younger years of high school. Yeah. So helping kids go through that, I think, it's good, man. Yeah, can really benefit them as well. I love me. that. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. I love that. 
I love that. I love it. Next generation. And so I'm believing that uh, you're not just going to disciple Australians, right? But you'll also be that gateway that, you know, reaches out to our African community, Asian community, and brings them in because we need that. And Sean, same. So let's extend our hands to these uh, two young men. Yeah, and then let's extend our hands to these young men. And, uh, but that's good. See, but listen, see, see the encouragement? Yeah, that's, that's for you. That is for you to go, go, go. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Victor. I thank you for Sean in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for your anointing upon them. And even in this moment, let something of your Holy Spirit and baptism of fire touch their hearts and touch their minds. And now we pray, Lord, as we pray for all of our, uh, ourselves, give us and give them ears to hear and eyes to see and a courageous heart that will obey and follow you always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Um, do you like this? Take one. Do you get, oh, you got another one. You got two. Double portion. Victor, what do you reckon? The last one's for me. Wunderbar. Okay. All right. So I think in brief, before we go to our video, if you want to uh, be someone who makes disciples, then you've got to go and do something, okay? Just do something. You've got to go and you've got to do something. And so if you want, uh, if you want uh, the people, if you want to teach them how to pray, then you pray. You go and pray. Be the first responder. Be a leader when it comes to stepping out and praying. If you, uh, if you, want, to, uh, if you want others to live generously, sacrificially, laying down their lives, then you go and lead by example, live gener uh, generously and sacrificially. Number one in the home. This all starts in the home throughout the week. If you want others to, you want to make disciples, you got to go and be a disciple and lead by example. When the time seems favorable and unfavorable. And I do pray and I know that this is going to draw a little bit of attention to Pastor Trina and myself right now. But I do pray that even when you're having a tough time, that you'll just continue to follow him, no matter what the season. So follow us, follow our example as we follow Jesus. But whatever, like the Apostle Paul said, whatever you've seen, heard in us, learnt from us that was in Christ, these do go and do and the God of peace will be with you. Number three today, my final point, the partnership. Jesus said, and lo, I am with you always, even, unto, uh, even to the end of the age. Amen. You know, the plan, and we'll get ready for the video, the plan is to take the gospel, this message of the gospel to all nations. The gospel is bigger than Aubrey, Wodonga, Jindra, Australia. It's the world. And you are a part of a Gateway Life Church family that, by God's grace, is doing things around the world. We have a local vision and a global vision. And God, as I said earlier, is already just opening up doors around the place uh, to share the gospel, even in the Philippines and, uh, and other places like that. But as I stated, we have currently 11 churches, by God's grace, uh, let's give the Lord a hand for 11 churches in Africa. 
And let's give the Lord also a hand for what's happening in India. Yeah. India in particular, you know, everyone needs a move of God, but I, I believe there are over currently 3,000 people dying every day in India because of a new strain of virus. Okay, it's, it's like it's, from what I heard, it's merciless, it's no respecter of age. Uh, people in their 20s are dying very quickly. So over 3,000 people a day at the moment are dying in India. We're going to pray for them. Thank, thankfully, Pastor uh, Naveen and uh, Pastor Andrew are in a remote village where there isn't a lot of this virus. But in case you don't know, like Australia currently has a popu uh, population, national population of 25 million well, there are 49 states, I believe, 47 or 49 states in India, and each state has more than the whole population of Australia, and India is far smaller than Australia. So can you imagine the dense population? I can't reveal where Pastor uh, Naveen and uh, Andrew are, but I know that they're watching this now or this replay because of the issues there um, and uh, persecutions against Christians. So for us to be present in India is a great thing. And all I want to do now is just get you to sit back and relax. I'm just going to watch just a few moments of a Zoom call that we had because the pastors also introduced themselves. And so I want to continually bridge the gap between here and Africa and India so that when I talk about Africa and India, it's not a foreign thing that you're hearing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We've got pastors there and they're doing this and whatever else. The only person that I couldn't actually capture in this moment is Pastor Dina from Kisimbu City because the connection was not good. And, you know, the audio was very stuttery. Couldn't understand what, you know, she was saying. But just sit back and relax and uh, let's take a look. And then we'll finish our day today by giving someone the opportunity to respond to the gospel. Thanks, team. Well, I am very, very excited to be able to gather all of the Gateway Global Pastors together in one room and online. I just want to pray uh, for all of you. So... Um, and then I'll get someone else to pray a little bit later in our meeting. But allow me to kick it off and to pray, especially for all of you, because I'm just, I, I'm, really do, I'm really believing that by the end of our gathering here online tonight, that we're all going to walk away uh, a different man and a different woman, okay? You know, and I really do believe that it's always God's intention for us to, you know, we might come into a church gathering or into a leadership meeting one way, but I believe that it's God's purpose and will that we leave another. And when it comes to leaving another way, I'm talking about leaving changed. Our goal is to be like Jesus, all right? My goal here is to not make you like me, uh, my goal here is to make you more like Jesus. And, uh, but I also understand that the Apostle Paul said to follow me as I follow Jesus. Okay? So if I don't follow Jesus, you have permission not to follow me. But as I follow Jesus, follow me as I follow him. And so, Father, 
in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for this online gathering of Gateway Global Pastors around the world. I thank you for Australia, I thank you for Africa, and I thank you for India. God, I thank you for Pastor Andrew, I thank you for Pastor Naveen, I thank you for Pastor Charles, for Pastor Dina, uh, for Pastor uh, David and Pastor Dixon. I thank you, Lord, for these Gateway Global Pastors. And Lord, even though distance separates us when it comes to nations, I thank you that in this moment we are connected, not only online, but we are connected in the supernatural realm. So I thank you for your anointing, to, Lord, to touch them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. But I really do believe that by the end of this call, you're going to go from this place feeling so refreshed, so encouraged, so energized, so empowered to go and to go and to go and to believe for the greater things in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say congratulations uh, for the great job that you're doing um, at Gateway Life Church around the world. Um, you know, I've been uh, just so impressed with the way that you preach the gospel. I've been so impressed with... Uh, your spirit of endurance. I've been so inspired by your faith. And uh, every time I see you, my heart is moved. And I want to thank you for your level of engagement. You know, you're really engaged. And I want to encourage that always. So let me invite now Pastor Dixon there and Pastor uh, Charles to unmute and introduce themselves. <laughs> Look at those smiles. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Million dollar smiles. One million dollar smiles. Thank yeah. Uh, I'm so grateful to God. Mute. I'm so grateful to God. Our, our Father and Bishop Justin Manari. And mute, mute please. Sorry. Uh, I, I just want to organizing all this meeting. And it has been a humble and long journey since I met you, I met you in a bad shape. I was ragged spiritually, kind of almost dead spiritually. And there were many people around you in Nairobi. When I came, you were surrounded by many people. But by God's grace, you allocated me and gave me hope and encouraged me. In reality, you are the one who encouraged me to smile more. I was shy to smile because I was suffering from inferiority complex. And so you encouraged me a lot that I have a one million dollar smile. <laughs> and I said it is one million dollar smile, then I have to keep smiling. And so I thank God so much because since then, you've never let your hand off my hands. And today I am what I am because of you. And because of your love, all these people have been found in Africa and even in India. Praise God. It's because of the love of God poured in you that you have also poured into us. 
and we are also pouring the same love into the world. So, Pastor uh, Naveen, Pastor Andrew, I am in Africa together with my friends here, and we are here, we are heading the vision of Gateway Life Church in Africa, especially with the emphasis on two very important core values of Gateway Life Church. Loving God by loving his people and serving God by serving his people. Those are the core values very much emphasized here in Africa. And it was a miracle me hearing such things. And so I'm the leading pastor here in Africa with my fellow pastors, very important, anointed servants of God, like Pastor Ambani, Pastor Charles, Pastor Dina in Kisumu, an anointed evangelist, a very good evangelist, very humble woman of God. And so in all, I'm a full-time minister. My whole life is dedicated for the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But as a human being, I also do kind of cultivation. So that's what I do. But my whole life is in the gospel. Thank you. And God bless you. And before maybe I wrap it off, this man here, if you haven't seen his face, this man here. So that's a church elder, Nyongesa. Very good man. Responsible for decorating our altar. Wow. Him and his wife. He is the engine behind the running of Gateway Life Church in Africa. Thank you, Mze. He promised him a goat. He's saying that he's promising you a goat when you come back, when you come to Kenya, you, you, you will eat a roasted meat, a whole goat alone. Amen. <laughs> Asante. Asante sana. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Dixon. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much. I'm so loved to see that I'm talking before the presence of my dad, Jason Manarin. I'm Pastor Charles Baraza Omondi, a devoted man to serve God's people. And uh, before we met, to meet my dad, Dixon, I have been dedicated because I was without a, a weapon. And since we started and we joined in Gateway Life Church, I have been dedicated a best weapon that I am now dealing with it the whole of Africa now, mm. because I'm Kenya and in Uganda. And this weapon is love. Wow. It is the best weapon that I have seen throughout my ministry and my serving God. And that's why I say, 
through your prayers and a prayer from my my boss Dixon. I know we shall capture the Africa and the entire. Amen. I thank I thank Pastor Dina because he's also very faithful, hardworking, and also a devoted woman of God that we shall go even in a toughest area. Wow. <laughs> and then I thank God because of Pastor Wambani because usually go across the border and it is a very, very rough border. Wow. But because of the weapon that we have of love, it usually led us and penetrate even the borders beyond any fear. Wow. God bless you. I thank you as I finalize. I also thank pastor in India. And I say, if we join together, I think Gateway Life Church is going to penetrate the whole of the world through your effort and your prayer, our beloved dad, a very smart, smiling, and a man of God. I am a farmer. As the way of earning my life. Thank you. May God bless you. I'm so thankful, happy to join in this group in Rome as a member of Gateway Life Church, Fastus. I'm so happy for it. And this is Pastor Navin from India. And I have blessed with parents and I have father. He is also doing the God's ministry. And yes, I would like to share a few words about my family. Mm -hmm. So when I was very young, my father came to the village of Family Palam. He has started ministry. We are so young. So in the year of 1997, uh, he came to that village and started the ministry of God. So, so he has faced many problems and difficulties to share the gospel to the village people. So when he has started his ministry, it is very good. But when days are passing, there are many, some people opposed to the Christianity. They, they, have, they came to even beat them, my father and my family. So during the situation, God has enabled our parents to stand in the midst of all those people. By God's grace, still we are serving in that village. It's because of God's grace alone. And myself, uh, in the year of 1996, I went to the seminary to have a theological education. In the year of uh, 2019, I got graduation. After that, I came to our village. I went to a different place to start ministry. I went to the different place called Petipalo. I evangelized there. By the grace of God, I could be able to save some new souls. I could be able to share the gospel to the new villagers. Now we have two churches, two places to serve the Lord. This is all about me. I want you to pray for our ministries. At the same time, I'm so happy to connect Pastor Jason through my brother Andrew. I'm so happy for it. And also I thank Pastor Jason. I consider you as my spiritual father. You're so loving to us. You're so, so kind. You're so patient. So we love you. Please continue to have us in our daily prayers. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Yes, it's me, Andrew from India. I'm so happy to connect Gateway Global. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to just greet all the Africa brothers and sisters, Dana. And I'm so happy to connect you all through this great platform. Can you can you all understand my language, African brothers? Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, since since two, and I think since two three years, I I have been talking to. Great man, humble man, always smiling man, Jason. I'm so happy about him and what he is doing. Especially, I I feel the presence of God, and he talking to me. And I see online services gateway. I'm so happy and blessed. And also, and also, I am doing ministry among the tribal communities every week, one or two days. I go different tribal villages to share the gospel, to introduce Jesus to the people. God using me. I am so happy for that, and also Pastor Navin is my cousin. Pastor uh, uh, Navin and the family, as well as me, we are so exciting to inaugurate Gateway Life India very soon. Continue to pray for us. Yes, praise God. Better together, better together. <laughs> it's so so good, so so good. Well, God bless the rest of your day. Here it is uh, just after 7 p.m. And you're just getting on with your day. So blessings for the rest of your day. It's been so good. We'll get together again in a fortnight's time. This is wonderful, as Pastor Dixon would say. Wonderful. <laughs> no one says it like him. <laughs> wonderful, Dad. Yes. Yeah, so God bless you all. I love you. Sleep well, be blessed, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you online. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.